Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Movies Mayhem Soap. It's episode 101 and I am your host, Chris. 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. So it begins. And joining me here is uh, Oscar, my freaking co-host. I'm here. How's it going? It's going good. How's everybody doing? I am doing terrible. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I had a rough day at work. It's kind of not that great. But also... What happened? What happened? Tell, us, tell us about it. Uh, I went to go watch 1917 and I said, oh, where, where is my Oscar? Yeah, you see. Hmm. That didn't really work out as well as I hoped. <laughs> uh, before I get to you, ladies, here. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna go with the usuals. Isaac, you're also here. I am. It's been a while. Uh, you were here in the last episode, though. But mm. how's it going? He's been yeah. the past three episodes. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right. Cool. Well, good to have you back. Uh, <laughs> And we also have Lena and Kimmy. Yes. Hi. Uh, how's it going, ladies? Good, good. So far, so good. Very nice. What we was the last... the elephant in the room. Okay, uh, we're addressing the elephant in the room. Come on. I don't know. What, <laughs> what elephant? Did you get some water? No. <laughs> 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 uh, need to address this. Come on. I the elephant in the room is that... a year of bullying me. Oscar is sitting, uh, oh, okay, right, um, Oscar finally made good on his bit, which is made on another podcast, uh, that, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) back in the, what, the 2018, was 2018 World Cup? Yeah, 2018. We made a bet, he owed me some pizza, and he finally brought, he finally came through with it. Alright. Way to go. You're a stand-up guy, Oscar. Yeah. If all the other people that he promised pizza to are listening, he still owes you pizza. Oh, trust me, nobody's listening. (laughs) 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 It's just Oscar. And he's going, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, ladies, um, either one of you, um, would you like to talk about the last movie that you saw? I think it was Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I had never seen it, and I was like, I think today's the day where I'm going to change that. I loved it. I loved every single one. Oh, really? I did. Oh, yeah, we were talking about yeah, this. Yeah, we time. were. Are you a uh, Pokemon fan? I am. Okay. Yeah. Super cute. It was adorable. Like, I loved wa- getting to see all the little Bulbasaurs. I think that was my favorite part. Yeah, that was cool. Having known nothing about Pikachu, no. Pokemon, oh, yeah. yeah. I kept doing that last time, too. I kept referring to them all as Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty alright. Yeah. Plant Pikachu. <laughs> what? <laughs> The plant Pikachu. Uh-huh. The, the, the plant? The plant. plant. The Bulbasaur. Is that a plant? No. A Pikachu is a plant? No. no, no. The Bulbasaur is part of it. Just ignore his jokes and uh, not landing at all today. Do you have to catch all these plants? That really catch them all. made me realize that I didn't want to work in insurance. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. This came up already also. Yeah. I was Maybe like, not no. on the podcast. No. And so that's when I was like, I'm quitting my job. Wow. What made you decide this? Well, no, I... I slogan, you gotta no, catch them all? No, because... Um, <laughs> no, the main character. The main character is in insurance, and I had oh, been hating my job oh, for a yeah. while, and he was just like, uh, he was being content just being in insurance. And I was like, you know what? I shouldn't be content. See, mm-hmm. exactly. Now you can go and catch them all. Yeah, yeah. now I can yeah, catch yeah. them all. Catch or all my dreams. Maybe uh, <laughs> did it inspire you to become a detective? Or something? Oh, I wish. A wise cracking detective oh, specifically? Man, no. I no? did get a Psyduck. I did get a Psyduck. <laughs> I paid no, just, a lot of money. Just, uh, just ignore that guy. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> ignore yeah. the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Oscar's not in this episode. <laughs> yes. Is Oscar the Psyduck? I love yes. Psyduck. I don't get it. 
I felt like he was the most relatable character. He's great. He just has a panic attack all the time. That's going to be me in about a week or so. <laughs> or by the end of this episode, we'll love you. <coughs> And no, but you are a fan of, of the Pikachu. The um, Pokemon? Yes. And, well, I'm a fan of the Pikachu uh, and the Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Yes. And for non the layman, such as myself, would you recommend this movie? I would. I think it gives you a very nice introduction into what the world of Pikachu the Pikachu why am I calling yeah. it that now? <laughs> Look what you've done to me, you broke me. <laughs> The world of Pokemon <laughs> could give, you know, could give you. Pokemon, is that a kind of Pikachu? Yes. Isaac, you said that you weren't too familiar. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, I mean, it. I remember at some point the plot didn't make sense, but I was fine with it. It's alright. Visually, it's pretty badass. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wanted to, to see it because of the... I liked the seeing the trailer with the I guess the three D realistic photorealistic uh, Pikachu and stuff. But uh, I mean, th- there's a twist and don't. It's pretty easy to figure out. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> oh. oh no no! I think I heard about this on a podcast on the Blank Check podcast. Oh okay. yeah. Which is also I can't remember if they liked it or not. I think they did because no, the they writers did. were there. The... And then behind, and when the writers left, they were like, "Fuck this movie." No, but it's also kind of cool and weird because like it's basically what i like about it is like a gateway to noir films uh-huh. to like detective stories like it's kind of like who framed roger rabbit which is also like a cool like gateway that. into noir like mm-hmm. it obviously doesn't have quote unquote like more adult sensibilities that who framed roger rabbit does mm-hmm. but it's kind of in the same vein where it's like a, a detective like an old school detective noir for kids Mm. So you're telling me there's no patty cake in this uh, no. Detective Pikachu? There's also no Jessica Rabbit. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> really? There's no equivalent? No no femme fatale in this? Jigglypuff? Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, there was some girl. Yeah, there's it's... also the girl, the, the, the main the girl. Uh, where they're like in the bar and Jigglypuff is singing in the corner. Oh, that's so true! <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally like right out of a noir film. Like that film Fatal, that's like a right out of a David Lynch film. <laughs> like karaoke. Uh, Lena, what was the last movie you saw? The last movie I saw was A Marriage Story. Oh, yes. how was that? that? Um, but yeah, I haven't. No, it was not a week ago. It was like a couple of well, maybe it was. Anyways, but it was. Check it, her letterbox. Uh-huh. It's the last movie she wants to talk about. Yeah, leave her alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I I wasn't okay. I feel like the, there was a lot of hype behind it, so I right. went into it with the, that hype, and it didn't live up to it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. there's great performance from both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, yeah. and I mean. I think their performance alone is really, really great. But I mean, the film itself, I mean, I kind of got bored through most of it, so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, I kind of didn't. I, did you see it too? No. I kind of see it nodding now. No, like, no, I just heard it's so so great, but I'm still not very interested. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's very good, but mostly the performances, because, uh, like, the way it ends. I really love it. Well, nice. specifically, what, what, there's one specific scene at the end there I was just kind of like. What the hell? Is it the final, final, like, no. five seconds of the film? No, 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 no. Is no, it that's, the, that's the, fine. at the bar with yes. Adam Driver? Okay, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a really good movie. The performances are really strong. Oh, I It, like it that feels moment. very, um... I just cut that, mo- like, the bar moment. Yeah. It's great. 
No, I mean, it's fine. It's not bad, but it's kind of like it just feels odd, and uh, it, it the it feels like relatable, I guess. Yeah. In a sense. In a sense, yeah. I mean, it 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 is relatable. Um, I don't know. It I I don't know. I just can't feel like I was ago. kind of. I don't know. I didn't feel like I I left with it with. I mean, when with me when a film is just super spectacular, amazing with the way they're painting out to be, I left. I left the film thinking about it more and feeling more. This one, it's I, I recognize that the performances were good. I recognize that the story was good and things like that, but I didn't. I wa- I finished watching it, and I was like, okay, done. And I didn't really think about it any more than that. So I can think that's kind of what separated it from me being like great. the super... Yeah, great. I think if it was more provoking, at least to me, I don't know. I, it, and it's, it's very, I guess different I, I mean marriage I don't know I guess growing up in a household where I didn't like marriage wasn't great um I feel like it's a lot worse than that they yeah. portrayed so because yeah. I, I feel like it would have been more memorable if there was like a like an oh shit moment but yeah. like they they both are very rational like everything you do they do sorry you understand it yeah like, you, exactly. you see where they're coming from you're just like I, I get why it's tough and, and that sucks, but you know, yeah. I it see what. Yeah, if, to me it was really tame. I guess yeah. that part. <laughs> you wanted a Mike Nichols film. No, not that. But I mean, I I feel like they could you have delved deeper. Right. No, Mike Nichols, who's closer, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, like the guy who literally tear, like they verbally tear each other apart. Even there's a great verbal. Wait, literally? Tear, they tear. literally? No, I'm just kidding. Probably but, not. But also. Uh, Noah Baumbach, he does more stuff yes. suited to our generation. And he's yeah, talking about, like, the marriage yeah. of your parents, and that's uh-huh. more old school. So, yeah, yeah. so like, our struggles are not really their struggles. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. I do, like, like that's one thing. Like, the direction is so crazy. You watched it? I did. Yeah, yes, I loved sir. it. I, like, the direction is so crazy subtle. You barely notice it. Like, there's one shot of... Uh, Scarlett Johansson talking to her therapist was played by uh, by Laura Dern. And That's she, not her therapist. It's her lawyer. But I guess I mean, I, not her therapist, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. See how it it's basically kind of like a therapist situation. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. She's really opening <laughs> up to her. It's but she's like he tells you so much about like their relationship and what's going on with just this great, crazy subtle. You rarely notice it. Like he just, it's kind of like the David Fincher social network direction where he lets the characters guide the story or he lets the 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 screenplay guide the story instead of like flashy direction Mm -hmm. per se but it serves its purpose really really well right for sure alan alda's great yeah no he is actually (laughs) he's really good he's uh he's very he's very alan alda he's very he's he's good i liked him well not like a aviator alan alda Oh, he was a congressman. He was a congressman. Yeah, yeah. He's more like Mash Alan Alda. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Did you ever hear Billy, Bill Haters? <laughs> Bill Haters Alan Alda. No. Are, are you going to... Okay, this is Oscar intimida- <laughs> imitating no, Bill no, Hader, no. imitating... I can't do it. Alan Alda. Go for it. <laughs> Did you ever see that as a Nelson? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, personally, uh, I remember the whole movie just being real frustrated because I just kept being like, well, this guy's clearly got it together, so I'm obviously going to get divorced. First chance, first opportunity, like, like this guy has everything I don't have, so I'm just like, oh, I'm getting divorced. It, it's fine. I, I guess 
I just have to live with this fact that I am not like this guy can't keep it together. Then what the fuck? Like what chances do I have? So that was my whole frustration. That was me just sizing up my life yeah. during it. Adam Driver is so, good. and they were both great. Like the there's a moment towards the end where he's reading something. Just broke my heart. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. actually a really good payoff. That yeah, one. like I, again, it was a good film. I just left over underwhelmed. But there's a great Alan Alda skit. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways. Does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does anybody want more pizza? Yeah. Uh, you, uh, we're going to go for you next. Uh, we're coming at you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this off off air last time when we were talking, but um, uh, Lily and I are getting in. I'm of getting course. her. I'm getting her. Uh, <laughs> uh, Can I do more? No, I was just going off the marriage story. I'm getting her. I'm getting her prepped for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh. So we were going over the um, Kevin the Kevin the Kevin Smith movies. Yay! Uh, so the last thing we saw was Clerks two. Yeah. It's not that good. No, really? <laughs> no, it's really not. I think that's what I was. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go go ahead. Uh, no, I mean I had only seen it once in theaters. I I vaguely remember liking it, but the first half is kind of like. It's kind of hard to watch, but then the second half is just okay. Yeah. And but I don't know. I guess after watching all the other, his other movies in close proximity to each other, it's just so, you know, um, lab by comparison. Do, do okay. you think like that's the no, breaking point of modern Kevin Smith declining? I don't know. I I would have thought it was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> but I, I, at the same time, rewatching that, it was very enjoyable. Okay. I yeah. can't get into Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. That's what I was. I was gonna say that. that I, I feel. I feel like with Kevin Smith, a lot of times, the first time I watch his movies, I'm like, that's great, and then I watch yeah. him again, I'm just like, okay. Like and I love. It's I, like declining returns. So I was gonna yeah. ask you like how they all held up, but that, that so far this is the only one that has been. Uh, yeah, kind of. Not bad. really. Yeah. yeah. All the others were. Actually, um, Dogma. I think how does Dogma? Dog Dogma wasn't as good as I remember it, but because I've always oh. held that one in oh, much amazing. more esteem than the others, just because that was my favorite. Yeah, it's so much more ambitious yeah. than all the others, and but I think just because I've always liked it a lot more, it just I don't know revisiting it. I was like, oh, that's not as good as I remember it being. Or the others, it was kind of like, that's better than I remember. <laughs> Uh, cool. What did, uh, what did Lily think of it? I, I don't remember. Wait, I'm uh, sorry. Was it her first time watching it? Yep. Okay. Um, I don't remember her saying really anything. I think she just said it was okay, too. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that she likes Jay a lot more than I thought she would. I thought Everyone that, likes Jay. Yeah, I thought she would be annoyed by him, but no. By the time Chasing Avi came, came by, he's great the time we watched it, she, she's like, in... seemed very pleased with his antics. Like um, Zach and Mary. Well, I feel like girls always say that Jay's hot. Can we oh, get a yeah. consensus over here? Jay Muse from the lady. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Jay's Sandbob. Oscar, do you think Jay's hot? I have a general idea, but I don't. I think, think he's he's, he's good looking in yeah. in uh, Zach and Mary. <laughs> well, where he's no, but that's song? A, oh, well, I mean, Jason Muse, the, the, the same actor, different character. Though. Yeah, no, but like you're talking about no, Jay. The no, character. yeah, but I'm talking about Jay. Yeah, I guess the guy. Oh, is he the skinny one? Yeah. Interesting. Like I feel like I've always had girls saying like, "Oh, Jay's so hot." I'm just like, but because he's also, I guess, like the way, yeah. I mean, he's very crass, but he's, I guess, just because he's very confident and Mm -hmm. out there. I guess maybe some girls think that. Yeah, women like the confidence. Yeah, they do. He's always like, (laughs) Oscar's nodding like he knows what's up. Yeah, (laughs) like Oscar. (laughs) 
Oscar's the pinnacle of confidence in this room, apparently. <laughs> From that nod that he's doing, it's true. you can tell. He's got that Hollywood hair. He does! Oscar, you have nice hair today. What's that? No, I'm not making fun of it. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. You look very, very David Lynchian. Yeah. With a, what's it called? A quaff going on? Or a queef? It's <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> a nice creep you got there in your hair, though. <laughs> 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 something about Mary where he has like the cum on his hand and it's just like oh. <laughs> her hair. Oh, that's true. Oh. Is that what you did, Husky? No. <laughs> <laughs> he came up to me, he was all like, hey, Chris, you got something on your ear. And he just went, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my queef in his hair. <laughs> I said it was just like it was he's all like, please get out of my apartment. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. We're coming to you from Isaac's apartment today. Wow. But that does explain the whispering that was happening when they were over there. Oh, that's true. That does explain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, when when you saw me with something on my ear and you when we were over there in the kitchen. Wow. You know what does hold up? Right. What's up? Red steak. <laughs> I didn't like that one. <sighs> I really like red. Like, if if we're, like, after VSQ, Kevin Smith, and modern Kevin Smith, yeah. I think Red State is the best one. Yeah. I'd probably watch it again, but yeah. I kind of feel like yeah. it kind of, at the end, was kind of like, it was all building up to a, a joke, and then the punchline kind of was just like, and that's Kevin guess. Smith. That's, Ke <laughs> that's Kevin Smith on the punchline. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the only time that it felt like a Kevin Smith movie. Been. That might have been... Because like, I remember being into it at first, and then... Like, Michael Parks yeah, is great. Oh, yeah. like he's great in everything. Yeah. He's, he's great in Tusk. Uh, well, yeah, no, he is great in Tusk. He's, he's the best part of Tusk. He's amazing in Tusk. But that movie can suck my dick. I will queef in that movie's hair. <laughs> Ew. Oscar, what was the last thing you saw, man? Ad Astra. <laughs> God damn it. No, no, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I just queefed in his hair again <laughs> at the mention Ew. of this beautiful man in this beautiful movie. Rap Pitt? Yes. Rap Pitt is great. Have you seen it? Actually, I was talking about Tommy Lee Jones. Because no. <laughs> 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 he's a beautiful man. He's amazing. He looks like a baseball man. <laughs> With eyebrows. <laughs> With eyebrows. He has very powerful eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar's loving it. <laughs> he's loving it so much. <laughs> loving it too much, I'd say. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I missed it. I was so sad that I missed it in theaters. It's great. I oh, it. man. It was amazing in theaters. I Let me tell that. you. I didn't invite you to that one, and that was probably the best part of it. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead. Tell me more about it. Yeah. Has anybody seen it? I have. Without you. It was great. <laughs> I didn't. No. It was great. Brad Pitt goes up into space uh, to look That's for his it. dad. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Let me say the one thing. That body is out of this world. <laughs> Because he's in space. Thank you. That shouldn't be funny, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can appreciate the effort. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> you made it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, a lot of people have said, like, the Apocalypse Now comparisons. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's like uh, Tony Jones kind of <clears throat> plays a Kurtz-type character. Yeah. And it also feels so much like Greek mythology, like this journey type character, like Odysseus. And then only in this case, is journeying uh, to Neptune to find his dad. 
but it's great. Like, it has great cool use of narration and, like, voiceover. Yeah, it kind of felt, like, very... Obviously, like, 2001-ish. Um, obviously. It's so 2001, guys. Well, there's... <laughs> like, like, whole, like, very kind of slow and, like, meditative and introspective, like how Kubrick used to do. It kind of felt like, what if uh, Terrence Malick had directed Parts of Darkness in Space? With, like, a Kubrickian level of technical proficiency or whatever. So everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I thought it was really wonderful. Like, the score by Max Richter is great. Mm -hmm. uh, Andy Richter's brother. Andy Richter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Could be. No, I don't think so. I think on Arrested Development, what's, what's Andy Richter's brother's name? It could be Max. <laughs> we I don't remember all. that. But it's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you two have your, your little giggles. We'll have our little giggles <laughs> over here. How dare you? And Isaac will just be like, God damn it. I'm contemplating my choices right now. Like, Tommy Lee Jones? I Tom, know. Tommy Lee Jones is... But Tommy Lee Jones is really great. Uh -huh. uh, Ruth Nega also pops up. Oh, yeah. Um, who else... I think the only Donald other, Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland is great. It kind of felt like a really cool Space Cowboys reunion too, because they're both in Space. Well, Cowboys. no, but they don't even have scenes together. And they, they don't. Kinda but, just, they kind of just get rid of them, and, and it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, but there's, I mean, there's like there's a shootout in the moon. Oh yeah, uh, a chase. So a chase. It's a great. It's a great set <laughs> the piece. There's a shootout in the moon. So, How cool does that sound? It's more like a chase. We missed it. We missed it, it in theaters. Cool. Yeah. How does that work? There's no gravity. <laughs> oh, uh, well, you know what it's, that it's, was? It's more like right a there. chase. I don't remember shooting specifically, but there's uh, a chase on the like the moon rovers. Yeah, and they're, they're going with cool. like uh, spir the, the space, space pirates. <laughs> space pirates. Yeah. You know, it does have a connection to Armageddon because Liv Tyler is also in it. Oh Boom! yeah! I'm out. That's ooh, that's barely. Wait, <laughs> yeah. she's in it, so I guess we have yeah, to go. Oh wait, misconnection drink, I guess. That's the one thing that I had a problem with is the fact that it kind of uh, you could just tell that Liv Tyler, like there was more of her, like with that character, and she just doesn't factor maybe that much. I guess, like, on the page, they intended yeah, yeah, there like to be the more. Page. They're like, she's clearly blah, blah, blah. And so she didn't really have a lot to do, but, like, emotionally, I guess yeah. she she's, she feel, fulfills a, a purpose. But, like, the really, like, the heart is just, like, Brad Pitt and his whole journey. and going Oh, God damn it. <laughs> going Whoops. up to his dad. You can hold it if you want. And yeah, <laughs> I think I have to. And, like, finding his father. Like, all that just, I love good father-son uh, films and this is this is a good one. Uh, I mean, yes, <laughs> it's a very good movie for sure. But the father son dynamic, I want to say, is probably well, it's, very it's, negative. It's, it's definitely not, <laughs> not, not definitely negative, but like, uh, Oscar, do you have daddy issues? <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's it's definitely negative, but like I I I think it's treated like seriously, and I think that's what it's very it. compelling. For yeah, sure. it's really compelling, but. Man, no, it's not a good follow. No, no, no. Like, no, and there's a, there's a, there's a, like, there's a moment towards the end, and he just has this close up on Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt is saying oh, nothing. Man. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking it about. It just, like, all of that just landed so damn well, and it's mostly because Brad Pitt just is so hurt. 
Oh, so it's such a great scene, but yeah, it's so great. Yeah, highly, highly, highly recommended. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think uh, if you go back and listen to one of whatever episode of Movies Mayhem, so <laughs> me and George talk about yeah. it, about how there's a, a scene where Brad Pitt sheds a tear. Yes, and he Brad Pitt was all like, "We gotta do another take because in zero gravity, that would just float <laughs> away. It's gonna look ridiculous." And the director said, "Nah, man, we're leaving it. <laughs> Fuck it." Uh. And it's it's such a great scene. It's a really great scene. It's so ignore scene. the ignore the fact that yeah that that tear would float away and look weird, but it it's great. It's an amazing <laughs> scene. Mm -hmm. It is. It's it's a it's a really great movie. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, now on to me. <clears throat> I saw Nineteen Seventeen. You bastard. And it was really good. I I really liked it. It's a very simple plot, and and uh, at first I I kept trying to keep track of like where I could see like the, where it's not it's it cuts yeah the scene breaks. Because it's all presented as one take, kind of like Birdman or Oscar. Rope. What other movies? Rope. The Hitchcock film. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's all like, it look, it's presented as a one continuous shot. And it's, it's, it's really good. And it's a very simple story about they're, they're trying to get this message over to this other battalion before they uh, launch an attack. That, so it's um, like you're a man on a mission type. Yeah. There's they're, 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 they're two of them because they just figured it would be easier to just send two guys instead of like a whole group because I guess it would slow them down if there was more of them and uh, yeah they have to go tell them to stop this this uh, suicide mission basically and oh man it, it's it's really good and there's some uh, some moments where uh, you teared up no I didn't tear up ain't no bitch and um, they uh, I'm sorry you flat out cried I flat out just cried you cried like a baby on that uh, no, I didn't actually. Or did I? I might have. I might have. So beautiful. And uh, but uh, there's this one scene in particular where the music just swells up and it seems so so epic and and, and uh, like it, it's it's. Is it Thomas Neiman. Is that who did the score? I think so. Yeah. Who give me some other credits? Uh, Skyfall. Useless uh, to me. Like no, I'm just kidding. That's good. Uh, and then most of Sam Mendes' whole filmography. Very nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's really great. There's this, uh, like, this one scene where, where the, I, I, I don't know, I, 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 I don't want to give it away, but I, I feel like, like, maybe you, you, you'll recognize the, the lighting, the way it's, it's like, going over the surroundings, and the music just swells up, and, and this character, he's, he, like, like, even in the quietest moments, he's like, you know, he's in constant danger, and, or no, the, well, both of them are in constant danger, and, and, um, it's just, uh, yeah, it was really good. It's really good. I, I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Is it based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah, so, at the end it says that it uh, was based on some stories told by, I guess, by Sam his... Mendes' grandfather. Told his grandfather, him. yeah. Um, Mendes. Abe? Abe? Something Mendes. Something. But know. he served in World War One. Yeah, yeah. It says uh, Lance Corporal something Mendes, who told us these stories. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, the, uh, the 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 two leads are unknowns. Um, British, British uh, unknowns, as opposed to American unknowns for whatever reason. And uh, the uh, but the the, the higher-ranking um, officers, I guess I don't know the military jargon um, for uh, whoever's higher up. General, captain. Sure, whatever. Uh, those are played <clears throat> by more um, established actors, like in Dunkirk. Yeah, who 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 are the big the big ones here? Kevin I'm not gonna tell you. Home, no? It is kind of annoying though when they do come out. Is uh, Kevin Branagh in it? No. 
thought he was. Colin Firth is the only one I recognize from the trailer, and he's Yay. the first one you see. But then the other ones, it kind of does this annoying thing where it won't show who it is while they're talking at first, and then you're just kind of like left wondering, like, who is this? Like, just show me who it is already. It's killing me. <laughs> and because you recognize the voice, and then they turn around or they pan up or whatever, and then you see who it is, and you're like, oh, okay, good. But like, is it an Alan Alda? Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's actually Bill Hader as as Al- Alan Alda. Uh, <laughs> doing a British in, in, in accent. <clears throat> is it just his character? Is it Bill Hader <laughs> impersonating Alan Alda, who's basically doing his character for Mash? Yes, but a British British Mash. Yeah, it, bangers and Mash. It's a British thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know bangers are sausage. Yeah. <laughs> mash would be what? Like mashed potatoes, I Ooh, think. Oh, I love good. it. I no, love nothing? No. Well, you ladies aren't refined. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, cool. Uh, yes, it. watch it. I recommend it. It's Cumberbatch. Yeah. So good. I'm sorry? Yeah, it's Cumberbatch. He's in the trailer. Oh, Is he? Yeah. I don't remember him. Well, that's one. I didn't want to give it away, but yeah, that's one of them. Deacons? Deacons <coughs> shot I'm sorry? Deacons shot Oh, yeah? One of my heroes. Oh, man, it's great. There are a few times where, where, I mean, where it's obvious that it cuts, and it's kind of jarring because it's like the character's suddenly like a few feet. No, no, it's not a few feet. That's exaggerated. Like, maybe a foot to the left or something. It's kind of weird uh, on some parts, but that's if you're a freak like me, and you're just trying to watch for it, and you'll notice it. But it's the music's great. Um, it's the Latin song, Freak Like Me. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> freak. He heard it. Uh, freak uh, Like Me? What is that? Yes. No, he said the Aladdin song. Aladdin song? But I think he's trying to make a joke about, you never had a friend like me? Yeah. yeah. You ain't never had a freak like me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never had a freak. Never had a freak. Never, never, never had a freak. Never had a freak. We don't have the rights. Like, I can't finish the song. disrespect. I know. You ain't never <laughs> had a freak. Like, like me. me. Right. Uh, okay, so the reason we're here today, <laughs> I forgot what this episode was about, um, is uh, we're talking about the top... about Pikachus. Pikachus? Yes. <laughs> got, got, got to catch them all. Um, the, uh, our, our favorite movies of 2019. Favorite. Our favorite, or the, maybe the best. Uh, in our opinion, uh, our objective opinion on the best movies of 2019. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna do that. We all have our top threes ready. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. top three movies. Yeah, yes. Oscar. Yeah, all right, ready to go. Um, would anyone like to start aside from Oscar? Yes, aside from Oscar. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go so yeah. we can stop him from. What a brave soul. Yes. Um, my, my number three. three. My number three is. Stop uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> go sit outside. Oscar. I know. <laughs> is uh, knives out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. very good. Oh, hold on. I have to keep track of this. All right, nice out. Go for it. Yes, so... Write it down. Okay, so... Tell um, us a little bit about this movie. I just... Uh, this was actually a movie that I wasn't re- actually really excited for. I know Oscar had gotten his tickets to the advanced screening, and I'm not... <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I'm not really... because it was uh, that- instead of Frozen. Oh, yeah, because it came out the weekend of Frozen. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I was mad because he hadn't bought me my pizza yet. I was all like, you can spend money on Knives Out, yeah, but you can't, can't buy me my pizza? pizza? That's true. A $5 pizza? And at that point, weren't you still working at Flix and you could have gotten free tickets? He's speechless. <laughs> He's speechless, folks. Uh, but, yeah, so... <laughs> so... So 
we <laughs> we went to uh, we went to go see it, and I actually really really enjoyed it. It's there's a it's a great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's funny and it's it's good. I don't know. I don't really know. I don't have a lot to say about it that I yeah. and much more than I just enjoyed it a lot. No, I think you hit yeah. all the the main points. It's yes. a very uh, uh, light-hearted murder mystery with an, a great ensemble cast. Yes. Uh, does anyone else have any thoughts on Knives Out except for Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my number one. <laughs> oh, yes. oh my god! Oh, yes. Yeah. Bam, jump in the gun. And, I'm sorry. And, no, no, that's fine. I, and I think yeah. it's... It, I don't know if part of it is, like, just because I saw it more recently. Because, okay. like, the one that, that's my number two now... For a long time, that it came out early in the year, and I, for a long time, I was like, "Yeah, nothing's tough." This, and then Knives Out came out, and I was uh-huh. like, "I like that better." But I don't know if it was just because it was more recent. Uh-huh. Um, but no, yeah, it's a it's a really clever movie, and um, I I may have I don't want to go over some points I made last time that I talked about it on the hundredth episode. It's actually it kept me guessing a lot, like as to what was <laughs> gonna happen and. Right. And that's pretty rare. I'm not saying like I'm this more as good. It's just a lot of movies fall into these tropes that are, you know, kind of yeah. obvious. Yeah. And uh, no, I really it caught me off guard on a few things, and I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I, I remember for a long time there was, or, or for a, a, a period in the movie, I was kind of like, well, we already know what happens, so what's the point of all yes. this other stuff? Yeah. yeah. And it was just, and it does add up to like yeah. you, you find out some really interesting uh, twists and, yeah. and, and turns. What's up? Yeah, and I think, like Isaac said, a lot of the times the reason why I don't like those films is because I can't. Most of the time, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, what's that person? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't enjoy it because I already know who it's going to be, and nine times out of ten, it usually is that person, and I don't know, this one was very interesting, and it kept me guessing, like he said, so it was, I it, I hadn't seen, like, a murder mystery whodunit type movie cool. where it where it actually kept me interested the entire way through, and I was actually, like, like Guess trying to figure out who it was throughout the film. So, hmm. awesome, very nice, Oscar. What are your thoughts? Do uh, you have this on your list? Yes. What are the what? Tell me. It's on number two. What? It's poop. Yep. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me. Got it. Tell me what you thought about it. I I I love this. Uh, yeah, it's it's Ryan Johnson like doing what he does best. Like it's kind of like break but blown up. With a bigger budget, um, like all the and funnier, maybe? and funnier, definitely funnier than Brick. Because mm-hmm. Brick is very kind of definitely somber fun. and yeah, uh, like dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a great whodunit, uh, and it also like has something to say about like contemporary society. Like I love the whole message of like just be a nice person, just like mm-hmm. yeah. just have something nice to, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like what your ideologies are, just be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that whole message. Uh, like Craig is great, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're good friend. Daniel Craig. DC. Wait, you're not on a first name basis. DC. You're somewhat good friend. DC, 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 or DC, DC. DC He's got is a great. Decent cock. <laughs> That's um, why you call him that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, and like going off like what Isaac was saying, like the whole keep you guessing aspect like I love the whole like it's almost like a it pays homage to all those like Agatha Christie type stories mm-hmm. like uh, 10 Little Indians were like Murder in the Rain Express but at the same time like subverting them like you find halfway through what or like who is to blame and it's like okay well now I can tell you a little bit more about that and like what's the cost of that and also what's the 
in this one, I like that you didn't want the detective to reveal or like find out the who the person was, because then that person would be in trouble. I don't know if it's spoiling a little bit too much, but like I I I love that. I wasn't paying attention, but, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but but it was like it, yeah, it felt it totally felt like those like Poirot like uh, um, Hercule Poirot mysteries as well with DC doing like uh, with Benoit Blanc. Um, yeah, I would totally be on board for a sequel, and apparently he is doing a sequel. So mm-hmm. more Benoit Blanc. Yeah. Ooh. And it had everything. Like yeah. I laughed, I cried, I was yeah. in suspense. Did you cry? Entire... Yeah, I did cry. When the actual, I the I cried when the actual like the the murder scene. Oh, when yeah. they, say, yeah. they show you what actually happened. Happened yeah. like it yeah. was. Uh, it was so oh, heartbreaking. So cool. It yeah. was just. And then when you, and then I think I cried again at the end when you kind of feel you find out. Kind of. I I don't want to say anything without yeah. spoiling it, but I cried again when you realize like what had actually happened yeah, because yeah. and then it, go, it goes back to the movie constantly keeping you guessing because yeah. you're you're like oh i got it i figured it all out and then it keeps going and you just keep finding out more and more details and the, there's just more and more levels to the story yeah. so yeah also the last shot rules yeah i like it with the song yeah, overlaid so, over yeah. yeah it's it's i like that a lot Mm-hmm. Kimmy, you've been awfully quiet. Did you get to see this movie? I didn't. Oh, oh so, so yes. So that's, that's why I was like, like I was like, yeah. you know, you wanted to see it. And I was like, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> yes. No. Watch it. It's so good. It's really good. Okay. Cool. Yes. Would you like to talk about your a movie you did watch? Your number three movie? Um, I wouldn't say it's... Okay, like the ones that I have, it was very hard for me to like rank them. Right. So I guess the first one that comes to mind or the one that I guess I spoke about the last time would be Frozen 2. <laughs> Oh, okay. Electric Boogaloo. Yes, that's Frozen actually. 2, Electric Boogaloo. In case anyone didn't hear that, I don't know. It's that's there. actually my number one. Tell us a little bit about Frozen 2 and why... Oh. Mm-hmm. Is she what now? It's my it's number, number one. one. What the yes. hell? I guess go I, for it, Kimmy. I guess go. there's something I'm missing. I just never saw it. <laughs> I want to hear all your thoughts. Three. I was like, iconic, beautiful, artistic. <laughs> like, um, the songs were fantastic. I mean, I... No, they're not as memorable as the first, but mm-hmm. I think they hey, have... But let go of the first, or let it go of the first. Yay! It didn't work. Grammatically, it was all wrong. Continue. For the first time in forever, it didn't work. Oh! <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't. Oh, it's a song. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, song, it's a song from the song. first one. Okay. <laughs> Um, I thought it was beautiful. I, it's cause I'm also like this really like sappy person. So from the moment this, the movie started, I could feel the well in my throat building up. I was like, <laughs> I was like it's going to break any minute. Oh. <laughs> but the songs were amazing. I, they're not as memorable, like I said, like the first, but I felt like they have so much more emotion and so much more of an impact. Like the, like lyrically, they're beautiful. And I like how, where the story goes and the animation is beautiful. Yeah, Especially like, I mean, from the trailer, you get to see the ice horse and that scene mm. in particular is just fantastic. Cool. And you find out in this one, because in the first one, it's more like Elsa is this. Well, that's not true because throughout the films, you find out that there's like these mythical creatures throughout, mm-hmm. I guess, this yeah. universe. Because I don't want to say Elsa is the only thing that kind of has these mystical powers because then you also have the trolls which I personally didn't care for 
was like, well, uh, did you see but Trolls they did have a great no, music number. Yes, I saw the first one, and when the Trolls came out, that's when I pretty much jumped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. For, personally, I never liked the Trolls, and I, I remember when I got the soundtrack for that one, I was kind of like, uh, Fixer Upper is like my least favorite song, so I would always skip it. But <laughs> they're not the, the Trolls from the movie Trolls. No. Trolls which 2. Are, Trolls yeah. 2, World Tour, which looks fantastic. Oh, I thought we were talking about Troll 2, the one where, <laughs> with Nilbog, <laughs> where they have sex and turn into popcorn or whatever. Yes, Nilbog. <laughs> Nilbog. It's Goblin spelled backwards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought th I thought that's the reference he was going for. Sure, why not? Um, but besides... I guess the two most anticipated films for me this going into 2019 were um, The Rise of Skywalker mm -hmm. and Frozen 2. So those for me were like up I there. I was just so excited for them. And I'm pretty sure if you guys listen to The Rise of Skywalker pod podcast, you know I was very disappointed with that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so... Go back I, and listen to it, you yeah. damn fools. Yes, and I, I, I really love <laughs> yeah, Frozen. Yeah, you, Oscar? Um, I think I love, I love the transition. I without giving too much away, Frozen One I feel like is kind of it's Elsa dealing with like her own issues within herself. Like I always like to look at it as her going through like depression and anxiety in the first film because of all the mm. things that she's going through. At least that's my take from it. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I that's what I took away from the film. Um, and then she kind of learns how to deal with that, and she constantly, I think as someone who's dealt with those things myself, um, it's very, it was very relatable to me, because I feel like I've gone through those periods with, with Elsa, where she constantly is pushing people away, mm -hmm. and at the end of the film, she learns to let people in and help her, to and, huh? to let it go. Yes, to let it go. No. All right, yep. Um, and then, well, no, let it go is all about pushing people away and isolating yourself, so no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> so you're wrong. <laughs> um, um, and then the second one is, is I feel her, like, overcoming that because the whole message of the film is her finding the strength within herself. The, mu the music in the this one are, I feel like, a lot more Broadway. Like, I can mm -hmm. see them being in a Broadway musical, which is why I feel like you're not hearing the, you're hearing the songs, but you're not hearing, I, I remember when Let It Go came out, you had people, like little kids singing to it, because it was very catchy and like fun and an easy song to remember. These aren't as easy to sing, they're very, they're, they seem like very Broadway numbers, like they're very hard to sing, it's not easy they're to They're very just... talky, like she's explaining like everything that she's feeling at that moment yeah so it's very hard for you to just catch on to one thing that's like oh this is super catchy and I can yeah, just sing it sing over along. and over yeah for sure but yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it I loved it a lot and mm -hmm. I was not disappointed I, I had really high expectations for it I was afraid I honestly had I was like super afraid that they were gonna let me down because a lot of times with Disney sequels they do and I felt like this one was so it sucks because I really enjoyed Frozen when it just when it just came out I saw it the day it came out and then it turned into this thing that took over the like everything mm -hmm. at Disney if you go to Disney I remember because I'm obsessed with Disneyland so there was like an actual store that's like a princess store and they like tore it down and they made it like a just an Anna and Elsa store oh, wow. and then they mm -hmm. tore down like the Aladdin um show in California Adventures and they turned it oh. into a Frozen show so there was like all of that where I felt like right. it was kind of dominating it in a way like that I that. kind of resented it. So uh -huh. I was yeah. kind of felt like the Fr Frozen Two was going to be very like, oh, they just they're just going to release crap 
probably just to sort of <laughs> yeah. make a lot more money. Yeah. So I was really scared going into it, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah. I yeah. felt the exact same way, except for when I did watch the trailer, I was like, okay, this is kind of beautiful. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was going to be a very, like, female power thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Go. Yes. What were you booing? No, I was booing, like, the whole, like, let's throw away the Aladdin stuff. Oh, yes. okay. I thought you were booing the Aladdin stuff in general. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, I like Aladdin. Uh, no, uh, yeah. the, the original Aladdin. Uh, no, but yeah, also, I like, so. I think also... One You're all about thing... whitewashing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing, like, Frozen 2 is, like, I don't think we mentioned is, like, it's weirdly mm-hmm. dense because okay. it deals did you, so... Did you, you saw it, too? I, I saw it, yeah. There you go. And what I liked about <laughs> it is, I mean, I did like it, ultimately, but, like, I just liked that they didn't do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, it's weirdly dense feels like a game of thrones episode because it's they're just throwing so much backstory at you mm-hmm. like and a whole lot of titties <laughs> like a whole <laughs> it's dragons and tits at least just in the first just season. dragons and tits all the time yeah um no but it's weirdly yeah it feels like a george r, r. martin novel at times like at the beginning like it's just like prologue here do you want to know about elsa's grandparents here you go Here's all the backstory for you. It's just weirdly dense, which I kind of appreciated. All right. So you like it. Something I'm curious about, and I I think this was talk before the movie came out, was there was like kind of advocacy to make Elsa a lesbian. Do they they quash Uh, that or do they... Good. Well, the thing (laughs) is, I think, again, I think this goes back, and I think I mentioned it in this, the Rise of Skywalker episode that we did, that... I feel like people are really reaching. There's nothing... So I guess they don't... Just because she's like, I don't need no man. And yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think that ultimately goes back to if if you're going to have LGBTQ plus representation, yeah. then have it full force. Yeah. Um, commit to it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. There's nowhere in the films, both the first film and the second film, that sort of show that she like the yeah. hint or even yeah. do anything to show that she's a lesbian but she I, I mean i mean and that's fine mm-hmm. but as long as i'm just glad to hear that they didn't give her a man in this yeah world. yeah, yeah. No. like with <laughs> they um, don't poe poe Dameron. yeah, like, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, like, like here's carrie russell yeah he's not gay yeah and i'm yeah. and i'm really glad that they didn't do that either okay. because yeah, yeah. so they it it not to spoil anything, but there, she doesn't have a love interest in this, and I and I think that's okay. again what I love mm-hmm. about it is she's just finding it. Ha, it isn't. A, it's just finding strength within yourself to sort of lead your own journey. So there is no yeah. love interest or anything like that. So yeah, it's like um, we've all seen the Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> yes. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's like going up like there's nothing. There is nothing on the text. That says that Palpatine is sexual, <laughs> like an active oh, sexual man. No, lifestyle. He, he fucked and he fucked nothing, hard. There is nothing <laughs> in there. Like, there's absolutely here. nothing no. in there that says, like, oh no, Palpatine fucked. <laughs> like, I, I think we talked about it last time, so, I mean, but he uh, technically, I, I guess, would have been Anakin's father, also, right? Yeah. So. No, I, I saw something the other day that. They negated um, then negated that? The, yeah, the, the, apparently it was a comic where he yeah, like yeah, manipulated the force inside of uh, Shmi Skywalker, but that was just kind of like a. He basically did the, the Chuck Norris thing where he just yeah. pointed and then no, boom, you're yes. pregnant. <laughs> no, but they said that that's kind of just um, <laughs> like a fantasy or something like like it didn't really happen that way it's just something that people considered because there's there was a it, apparently this wasn't a comic but uh-huh. it, it's not what happened apparently i don't know so i heard like it's not so he's not Anakin's okay. father 
weird. So then Anakin did have a father? <laughs> like an actual father? No, apparently it was just still just the Force, but it wasn't him. Ooh. Or uh, uh, I guess it could have been Pelagus, I guess. Pelagus. Pelagus. Did I not say this? Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you said it weird. Pelagus. <laughs> 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 How do you say it? Plagueis. Doris Plagueis. Plagueis? Yeah. Plagueis. <laughs> it's just like your dinosaur in Lord of the Rings 3 where he's like, I want you to go to the river in Pelennor. It's like, no, dude, it's Pelennor Fields. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, so we just got out of control. Like, Oscar. What's up, my three? Or no, hold on. I guess I'll, I'll go next. We we'll, won't break the circle. Uh, so I'm going to switch up. So I posted my, my top 10 on Instagram. Uh, and Ooh. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, just to mix things up. No, no, no. Because when I was, uh, I was telling Kimmy that I was thinking about my top three. And then I started thinking about these other two. Why didn't you tell us? And about? I kind of just... I'm sorry? Why didn't you tell all of us? Because I don't like all of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so I, I started thinking about these other two movies. And I, I was just like, I kind of feel like... I would have more fun talking about those because, like, Parasite was my number three on Instagram. Yeah. And then I started thinking, like, I, I kind of feel like a lot of it was over my head, at least in terms of, like, the social class stuff. And, and it was just a really good movie. Like, like I, I, I was very captivated and just didn't know what was going to happen next. And I think that's the whole appeal of it. And that's a big part of why I don't want to talk about it either because yeah, yeah. I just feel like talking about it did you see parasite Isaac? no not yet anybody else I heard really good not yet, it was really good and so i kind of was afraid of talking about it and uh so i kind of want to go with another one uh that was in, in my top five. Oh, oh. uh the lighthouse yes I, I feel like i would have a way better time yes. talking about the lighthouse and how fucking crazy it's it is amazing and i was watching a review today actually that compared it to it, it said it was like a horror version of marriage story yeah where you just oh, watch these two <laughs> characters just like just like playing off each other and just like hating each other it's and, and perfect comparison yeah and it's, it's funny sometimes too it has oh, jokes sure. and it's stuff. like it's uh like, like robert eggers uh, did a podcast on have you no to, have you, so he did a podcast with Ari Aster. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. Both of them? Wow, yeah, both crazy. of them. And they talk about their influences. <laughs> uh -huh. And they talk about how much they love Bergman. Uh, Ingmar Bergman, the uh -huh. Swedish guy. So he did Persona. He did Saints of a Marriage. Uh, he did Seven, Seven CEO, Wild Strawberries. Like, really cool art house stuff from the 60s. And they talk about how much they were influenced for the breakup stuff in Midsummer for, like, uh, Saints from a Marriage. Mm -hmm. And The Lighthouse as well. How it's like, oh, no, yeah, I wanted to do, like scenes from a marriage type like because uh, it's about this relationship and this um, husband and wife like basically like the relationship breaking down oh, or like Possession as well uh, from 1981 with the weird film that I oh watched. yeah you showed me that yeah. I don't even remember it I, um, to be honest with you like Possession is very similar to like it's just like these two characters just going at it mm -hmm. um yeah, and the lighthouse is very much. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's really cool. It made me uh, hope that since uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's gonna be Batman, uh, I was just like, uh, hopefully he can convince Willem Dafoe to like come on as the Joker in oh a, a future that movie. Would, that would be that amazing. Would be great, right? I, I would pay so much money to see that. Yeah, but they they work together so well in that one, and, and it, it's. <laughs> It's so fucking, like, you just see their, like, descent into uh, to madness. Like, both of them, like... Actually, Willem Dafoe, I guess, arguably, at the beginning, is just kind of, like... Oh, he's there's like, something uh, off about him he's already, like full but... full-on 
there's a little bit like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Yeah, and you sure. see, you see it picking at, at yeah. Robert Pattinson's <laughs> character, and it's just like ah, oh, it, it's really good. It's very claustrophobic, and I I I feel like I bring this up a lot, but I like um I I I like stage productions, and it yeah. feels like it could be a play. And oh, it's totally like that. Like it it, it, it yeah, it plays well. It I guess play, that's like, a quote. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Oh yeah, if you like like theater. If you're a theater dork, it's basically mm-hmm. like made for you because it's all dialogue. It's all these yeah. just one location and these two dudes just basically going at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. like verbal, like playing. With a lot of interesting visuals oh, going so on good. there too. Yeah, you're making me want to watch this now. Yeah, well, you've seen it. Um, <laughs> but so good. It, it's very divisive for sure because uh, Oscar and I went to go see with uh, Kelly and Chris, and Chris. Uh, some other friends of ours, friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast. And they hated it and we loved it. We, so yeah. we're literally split down the middle. Um, so there's a there's a 50, 50, 50 chance yeah. that you could like it or hate it. Yeah. And I really liked it. I, I thought it was great. It's on my top 10. It's yeah. like my fifth or sixth film, but yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Like Wonderful should get nominated. They both should get nominated, but Wonderful is just so good. And like the production yeah. design, um, the weird like symbolism of like what the lighthouse is. Like if you grew up reading like H.P. Lovecraft, <laughs> it's like a weird tale. It's like what if Kubrick had um, like the way I like to explain it to people is like what if Kubrick discovered like a lost Herman Melville like book at sea that was like drowned or something and like he's and it's Kubrick like you know half drunk or something he just decided to make that yeah. <laughs> I guess it's yeah so it, was, it was really good it, 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 it's great it's great it's Watch very it. It, it, it's almost maddening at, uh, on some parts too you feel, you're watching it and you're just like am I going am I going crazy like what the fuck is this but it, the in the best way like, it, it was just so I couldn't stop watching it. I was just like, fuck, there's the what is happening? <laughs> there's a brilliant part where uh, Willem Dafoe is just like sitting, sitting there and then Pattinson is just like sitting on the couch and then he's just like, what? I remember what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember. And it's just them like saying what to each other for about a minute. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> but yeah, that was my number three. Does no one else saw it? No. no. Would you guys watch it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's piqued my interest, but uh, I'm not that interested. Sure. Sorry, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure I'm sure if I saw it, it'd be blown so away. Good. But I don't know. Maybe like I so said, so much to watch. Fifty-fifty like, chance, man. I remember I don't know. when I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, that seems like something I would go see. And then I just never went to go see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've even seen the trailer. Oh, the trailer's I've great. Heard like things yeah, the trailer was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oscar, what's your number three choice, man? Uh, my number three is a film from this year. Oh, no, no, god wow. damn it, Oscar. <laughs> it's a film from last year, technically. So, uh, I'm doing an Oscar build-up. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right. You guys remember these Oscar build-ups? <laughs> <laughs> it's a film from last year. Someone has to guess it before he can say the title. Uh, starring a bunch of unknown actors. Oh. A guy who was in Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Alan Alda? And it deals... Uh, and it deals... With one of the most exciting things, which is jewelry. Oh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems! Yeah, was that yes. me? All me? No, no I heard Lena say it too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split this one. Yes. The Sandman. Yeah. Sandman. Uncut yeah. Gems, I love this film. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's uh yeah, it's the Safdie brothers. Uh, that I still haven't seen Good Time, but it, 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 Robert I, Pattinson was a good time. Robert Pattinson was a good time. Yeah, drink. That's, uh, a, that's and, a good one too. Do you guys ever? Yeah, it was you good. saw it. Yes, I loved it. And uh, no, Good Time and The Lighthouse are both A twenty four films. Mm-hmm. As is Uncut Gems. Very nice. I like A twenty four. I good. love A twenty four. Uh yeah. Uh, this is about a guy who makes the worst decisions ah, in his life. It's almost it's, it's almost maddening. It's almost maddening. You should see it. How bad of a decision, and how much of a panic attack this dude just uh, gives you throughout yeah. ninety minutes, throughout like two hours basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much anxiety. There's in this. So oh, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> I love the fact that it's all about like, um, like it's obviously about like uh, capitalism and greed mm-hmm. and like truly like, you have this whole, he has this whole plan and he just keeps on like playing Russian roulette yeah. with himself just, and with Yeah, like, he's just digging himself uh, deeper and... It's so good. And yeah. Sandler has never been better. Like, yeah. uh, I love him. I love in when he, whenever he's like serious... Sandler, like Punch Drunk Love, or like Funny People as well. Um, uh, what was the other one? Like Spanglish. 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 I, I, I liked him in Spanglish. I'm sorry. Uh, Rain Over Me. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that Yeah. <laughs> What's um, And there's a. I think there's a Noah Baumbach film that he. Yeah, did. the Marowitz story. The Marowitz oh, story. Yeah. That one's good. He yeah. directed a uh, Marriage Story. Drink. Oh, All right, no. nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> um, those are the old rules. <laughs> Uh, what was this? Kingston Rules. Ah, shit, I can't remember the, the... He was in the Nightman... No, Jason Reitman movie, too. Oh, we- uh, men, Women, Children. Men, women, George children. likes that one. Mm-hmm. George Reference, drink. George Reference. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but... That should be a new rule. <laughs> Uncut Gems, I, yeah, I just love the whole, like... It's like a house of cards just... His whole life is like a house of cards yeah. just waiting to tumble. <laughs> it's, yeah. amazing. it's amazing to watch. Like, the last 30 minutes are so damn perfect and claustrophobic and they're getting mm-hmm. so much tension just basically out of I don't even want to like say what it is but yeah. it's just his performance in those 30 minutes oh so good I was telling Oscar because there's a, a part where he, he bets a lot on this basketball game it's crazy and I was telling Oscar because it's set in 2012 and I was telling yeah. him I just wanted to run out of the theater Google <laughs> who won the game and just, so I could just go back and just be like okay I know who's gonna win <laughs> like I know what's gonna happen <laughs> like also like I was so like oh. like Keith Steinfeld he was on Knives Out what? who like oh, Sa- yeah, oh, Keith Steinfeld yeah yeah he's Seinfeld. really oh man he's really good and yeah. Kevin Garnett Kevin Garnett is freaking tremendous in that as well yeah yeah no, he's really, uh, he does a really good job I yeah. never would have guessed he wasn't an actor yeah yeah I've never I've, 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 I've never heard of him, honestly. KG. But, uh, yeah, I would have guessed he was an actor, not yeah. a, an actual... Basketball player. Basketball player, yeah. yeah. He did a really um, good job in this movie. And Julia Fox, as well, who plays... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she she's amazing, as well. And yeah. she kind of plays, like, the... I guess, like, if you could say, like, the film has a heart, and it's definitely... You could arguably... You could argue that it's maybe her, but also, like, Sandler, just... <laughs> yeah. It's just so, so... Yeah, just seeing Sandler just like basically make the worst decisions of his life, and he does. And it, but but there's something about him where you just it's you all still keep com- rooting for yeah, him, yeah. even though he's just like the biggest fucking idiot. You're just he's, like, come on, man, come on. Like, Idina <laughs> Menzel was in Frozen, also drink. That's true. Idina Menzel is in <laughs> oh, it. That's really it's crazy, and she's like cursing and like mm-hmm. telling Adam Sandler, "Go fuck yourself." I love that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's yeah. a re- it's a really great and like they have like this, you know, like it's been compared to like Scorsese and it totally has like that vibe of yeah. like the seventies like thrillers like paranoid thrillers or whatever. <laughs> where he's also like constantly looking over his shoulder about whether or not these like. Yeah old, like, New York mob guys are just going to rob him or whatever minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tense. It's, it's tense really movie, tense. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. The score is great. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, is. it is. Okay, we're going to move on. That's it. Does anyone else have anything to say about Uncut Gems? I haven't seen it yet. No. Do we like him Uncut? Or, or... <laughs> <laughs> no preferences? Isaac, have Those we done your number three yet? Uh, no, we haven't. Awesome. Uh, okay. So... No, I already know it. I don't know why I'm looking at my list. Uh, it's actually Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah! Nice. nice one. Um, that was about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, it's, it's it's a really good... I mean, it's... it's Brad Pitt. It's a slow burn Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, drink. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a slow burn in times. I'm actually drinking. Water. <laughs> like, a, it's like three hours long, right? Two hours and Almost. 40 yeah. hours. Oh, okay. Pretty I, close. I, I think I remember, like... Until the last hour, I think. I just kind of felt like, this doesn't really feel like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> but then yes. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but it was still really, it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was really interesting to see all these characters fleshed out and everything. Yeah. And it was still a pretty good watch. And then, like, in the end, just shit just goes crazy. Uh, and then it's mm-hmm. totally Tarantino. And But no, I just really liked it. I have really nothing to say about this movie. Right. I enjoyed it a lot. It's so. him, like, working on some weird, like, nostalgia level of like old Hollywood but also like making these really cool characters like mm-hmm. Rick Dalton and mm-hmm. and <laughs> Brad Pitt's the main character is just so great Chris, uh, Clip, Clip Booth Clip Booth, yeah, Clip Booth. Yeah. and uh, uh, Margot Robbie Margot yeah. Robbie Margot Robbie's oh, great as Sharon, as Tate. Sharon Tate which a lot of people complain that she didn't do a whole lot but I, I kind I of won't. felt like it, it was kind of intentional so that yeah. way you kind of like it would just be more in the, in, in, uh, enigmatic I still maintain that like that I still think like that her performance is like 90% her like visual just like mannerisms and like she tells you so much about who Sharon Tate is just with like how she sees like a movie screen uh, or like how she drives and listens to the radio it feels almost like you're you're falling in love with someone from afar yeah that's that's what that's how I took it it's just like kind of like you're idolizing her but you don't get too much of her to where you can get yeah. tired of her. I agree. Like, I wasn't very familiar with Sharon Tate as an actress. Like, I yeah. knew... Like, yeah. I had seen Valley of the Dolls. Yes, yeah, um, a good one. And it's a really good that's one. A good one. But I never really looked into, like, who Sharon Tate might have been, like, as a person. But I think, like, Margot Robbie's, like, portrayal of her, I was just like, oh, I love her. Yeah. She's so mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it was very, it was very endearing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the decision that she, that he ultimately has with that character, mm-hmm. I'm really, really oh, yeah. happy, mm-hmm. like... Of course. Uh, you know, <laughs> like... Uh, without spoiling. I would have been upset if they followed the actual, what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how, could, how could I, how could anyone want the truth to, to yeah. happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. This movie would have been so different if it ended on that. On that, but it does feel like that. Like that's why I think like the title makes perfect sense. Like it does feel like this fantasy revisionist mm-hmm. history, like what he did with Bastards as well, mm-hmm. where yes. he's almost like, no, let me like pay tribute to you, and like let me like this is what could have what your career could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was my number two so uh, choice. Oh. Originally, I think it was Jojo Rabbit, but then I decided this one would be a lot more fun to talk about. Yeah. I said not too much about it, but I still had more fun <laughs> than Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> That's my number five. Well, number five. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, <laughs> number three. Uh, Lena, what's your number two choice? Oh, so my number two choice is a complicated one because, well, well, I don't know. It's because I have very mixed emotions about it. Oh, and oh. I know I wasn't going to tell you. I told you I wasn't going to put it on, but I ended up doing it anyways. It was Joker. Oh. Okay. Um, now this movie, um, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's one of those movies where I had a lot of issues with it, but I also liked a lot of things that they did with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those ones that I thought about a lot after leaving the, the- theater and so we I, talk about like two hours. Oh yeah, or we, like three hours. Yeah, we. I don't know. It's um, so there's there's two takeaways that I got from this film, which I think are two huge problems in America right now. Um, just the view on mental illness and mm-hmm. then gun control. Um, yeah. I I, hate, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I felt like there was there was a lot that they said about mental illness, and I guess. Ultimately, the Joker becoming the Joker was like the, the failure of our health system and mm. kind of not taking mental illness as seriously as it should be. Right. Um, so I still think that that's a huge problem today, which I think sort of links in with, uh, personally, I think it links in with a lot of mental illness in this country as well when it comes to the mass shootings and things like that. And then sort of the whole... The, uh, there's a lot of gun violence in this movie, and it's kind of celebrated in a way. It's in really a really weird. Portray- I think like really irresponsibly. Like, yeah, I think just, he just doesn't know how to portray it. Yeah, yeah it's just really weird. I don't yeah. it, and I walked away being like, wow, like I really love how they were kind of portraying mental illness and how this person was walking around New York and doing all these horrible things, and he was telling people continuously telling them like I need help I'm suffering I need help I'm suffering and then everyone was just like well too bad like just deal with it on your own and ultimately that it's he explodes and he it leads to him becoming the joker um but there's also this weird commentary where it's kind of like it is very there's a lot of things that just to me seemed very pro-gun and it was just like ooh. I don't know, but yeah. I I really really enjoyed it. Like the score is amazing. We're gonna do Tyr, who she won. She's the first woman to win a Golden Globe for best score, which oh. is also really cool. Yeah. yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix is like so so good in this. So good in yeah. it. No, no, he is. Yeah, he's absolutely. He is super. Absolutely. Like, say, say what you will about the film itself, but he like his portrayal of the Joker and just him in this film is absolutely amazing. Um... And yeah. yeah, there's some really really good shots in there. I like the Lauren Cher. Lauren yeah. Cher shot the phone. We know who also. She who, sure did. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who also who he? What other film he did? This? Oh, is it he? Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence Cher. Oh, I think said Lauren. No, no. Hmm. No. What else? Uh, one of our favorite films of this year. Well, at least one of my favorites. Uh, Godzilla. Oh, way to go! Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> But did anyone else see the film? Or I feel? did, I and I—I yeah. I don't know. I don't—I don't, <laughs> don't want to crap on your choice. I—I I feel like I shouldn't say anything. And uh, you know, my my biggest—I feel like I don't have like a really big argument against it, other than it just wasn't as good as everyone said it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. That's, the, and, that's one thing that I 
just I I think I was talking to you. It's like I just don't get just don't I just yeah. really really don't get like I didn't hate it. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I and granted, like I started I started doing my my worst list of, of twenty nineteen. Uh, I I started I started it, but only because I hadn't seen Cats. That's why it was on there. <laughs> so also, <laughs> like, by the way, your uh, your whole. Um, Oh, by the way, this is my number one, blah, blah, blah. You know, Todd Phillips is such a great portrayal of mental illness, blah, 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 blah. And then you just go out to reveal your number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I really like that. So yeah. it was kind of a joke, yeah. but, <laughs> but not really. Because I figured, I, I was just like, my number one's just going to be a huge disappointment to everyone. So I, I, I just... Mm-hmm. No, kind of actually... like me with Marriage Story, where it's getting all this praise and recognition. I'm like, it was good. I enjoyed it. But I but feel like a... also like Merrick Story is not doing like all these things irresponsibly like talking about class and talking about like gun control and talking yeah. about mental illness and doing them in a really irresponsibly irresponsible way like he like Todd mm-hmm. Phillips did. It's like you're giving all these like really interesting themes and ideas that dire- other directors have explored really well like someone mm-hmm. like Corsese who actually tackled all these ideas in uh, like class and, like, mental issues, like, in Taxi Driver or, like, in uh, Kim Comedy, and then giving all of these ideas to basically, like, this Todd Phillips who is, like, just basically, like, I don't know, someone really described him as, like, oh, he's, like, a, 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 a um, frat house type of director. Yeah. Um, and giving it to him is, like, what he, and he just doesn't know what to do with them and, like, or, like, how to handle all that. Like in a really responsible way, and like feel like it, the film has so much to talk about, with all these ideas and like making the Joker like an antihero, which we've talked about. Like I don't just don't see. I don't. I just no, don't yeah, just... agree with like the whole idea of making Joker an antihero. He should just be yeah. a villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but I I I appreciate the themes and I love Joaquin Phoenix performances so much. But yeah, I just feel like it's like it's mostly it's a really great performance that sadly it's brought not brought down but it's like the film itself is brought down by by Todd Phillips and because yeah. he doesn't know how to like approach the material well because uh, yeah, I, I felt like yeah the whole mental illness thing I, I felt like it was more of a more of an excuse than it was like um, like you know they're trying to shine a light on it they're yeah. just like well shine a light Scorsese sure <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one counts. No, yeah, I don't know. Were we talking about Scorsese earlier? Yeah. A, a specific Scorsese, Scorsese movie. It's a documentary. I know, but... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not saying you should be ashamed of your choice. There are uh, actually a few more people who did uh, vote for this as, as one, of their, one of their top um, three movies of, of this year. And uh, we'll, I'll read those out uh, in a bit. Um, Nice. But, um, Chris. Kimmy, did you see Joker? I did. I <laughs> I had very conflicted feelings about it. Yeah. Um, As well. When, yeah. I think that's <laughs> the going trend right now is like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I kind of liked it, but I kind of like didn't like certain things about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. in a whole, I think I would say majority of it, like I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Isaac, did you see it? Uh, yeah, and then same. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> like, and like, I kind of felt like, oh, it was, it wasn't as good as everyone said it was. But when I was making my top ten list, it was in my top ten. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Yeah. it's 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 good, but it's, you know, it's yeah. it's lower on the 
on yeah. the list. So, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I thought about it. Like afterwards, I remember having like all these opinions on. Uh, when you when you were, were talking about uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I I remember at the time thinking it was weird that they didn't cast younger, but I can't remember why that I thought that. Or because Batman's young. Oh, Bruce, young. Bruce Wayne's young at the time. So yeah, by the time maybe. Bruce Wayne grows up to be, what, 20... He's going to be he's playing gonna a 60-year-old like <laughs> yeah. uh, Which I would still watch, by the way. No, but, yeah, sure, yeah. I wanted to cast Willem Dafoe in, in, the, in, the, in the new ones. So. Well, Willem Dafoe is like Willem Dafoe. practically... He's, oh, he's practically way. a walking, walking corpse. <laughs> 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 it would still be so cool, though. I would love it. But but I I really admire that they took a chance on this movie. I mean I'm sure it didn't pay, it didn't cost a whole lot to make, but they no. still like it was a, a well known name, uh, that, you know Joker, and then uh, R rated was is always kind of a gamble. It could go either way, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm glad it paid off for them. Um, yeah. I'm glad yeah. So DC's not out of the game. It's not it's not mm-hmm. all just Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're shaking it up. So I really like that, and. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't want to like butt heads here or anything, but I kind of feel like that was, it wasn't them taking a chance. The, the by taking their most one of the most recognizable, Villains. popular characters and, and making a movie about it. like if they made the Mister Freeze movie like this or something. Oh or my god, thing, like, that would be taking a chance. Yeah, Wait, exactly. We're gonna take the character that you last saw, which was. Arnold Schwarzenegger in live action. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make him badass again. Yeah, we're gonna uh, a real raw gritty like, version of Mister Freeze. <laughs> well, a lot of people that don't like Jared Leto's Joker, so like that's yeah. also that's, that's yeah, kind of that's similar true. to the thing. That's, that's what I, that's what I was saying, Oscar. That they kind of just I feel like they were just kind of like, well, we have to like course correct, I yeah. guess, on this. We have to make it uh, a, a, a we have to make it popular again. And yes. I, I will I will maintain this. I still think. Joaquin Phoenix is better than whatever the hell Jared Leto was doing on Suicide Squad. <laughs> Such a brave comment, Oscar. I can't believe I you went out there anyone, and said it. I don't it. think anyone would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I will go back to when like the Joker was coming out, like the images. You said you were excited for it. I was then, excited for it. But I, the minute I saw those images, I was completely like, what the hell? I, I just immediately hated it because it just looked like this obsessed, like, fanboy was, like, obsessed with the Joker, and he got, like, Joker tattoos all over him. Oh, you're talking about Jared Leto? Yes, I'm talking about Oh, no, I wasn't Were you excited about that No, I wasn't excited about Oscar. No, I wasn't. Oscar. No, as soon as I saw, like, the whole damage thing and, like, the whole teeth, I was like... You went out and got those tattoos? Let me rub this makeup off. David Ayer, it's called being subtle. No... Yeah, were you gonna say something? No, not really. There, there was. Uh, I was to um, on Blank Check. They do. They did their whole Joker episode as well, mm-hmm. and they had similar thoughts to. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. They had similar thoughts to yeah. what we uh, did, although I think they hated it even more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they were talking about how Todd Phillips approached this and how he um, how he talked to Joaquin Phoenix about it, and he's like, he was talking to him about it, and he's like. It's going to be really low budget, and we're going to make a heist film. And then Joaquin Phoenix is like, a heist film? Hold on, like, there's... I mean, this script barely has any action. And, and then Todd Phillips says, like, no, 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 you don't understand me. We're going to we're gonna steal all this money, and we're going to make whatever the hell we want. And, like, I do love that approach. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just go crazy with it. And yeah. just go full on, like, a tour of sensibilities, and just write from, like... You know, fuck the studio system or whatever. I love that whole approach. 
it's just like I just wish that the guy who directed War Dogs or The Hangover <laughs> Part Two War Dogs actually. or The Hangover Part Three mm-hmm. didn't direct this film. Right. <laughs> Shout True. out to War Dogs. I never saw it. Anyone saw it? No. I heard it was not that good. I think George saw it. Maybe. George, shout out. George, shout out. isn't it. I guess. Cool. Cool. Knives Out? Yeah. Connection? Connection? Did we mention Blade Runner? No, but we mentioned Knives Out. Joker? Was Joker your number two choice? It wasn't. Oh. It was... Number one. No. It wasn't even on my list at all. What? Just kidding. What is your number two choice? Um, I was debating about adding this one in because... Just don't say Aladdin. It was Aladdin. No, I'm Aladdin. kidding. I'm just kidding. Or Aladdin. Aladdin was... Pelagus? Aladdin? <laughs> um, Aladdin, I mean? Aladdin. Well, I was kind of debating on whether or not to add this one because... <laughs> I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it or if I was... But it kept on coming back to me. So I really enjoyed Midsummer. Yeah. Oh. I love a good horror film, and I think Midsummer did it for me. Like it was just fantastic from beginning to end. I love like the little bit of body horror. I think that oh, was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh. I know, which kind yeah. of like segues into my number one favorite. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but her performance in that was fantastic. I think it was like. I think that's like the best breakup movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's and, fun uh, intense. Yeah. Yeah. Possession. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't even remember Possession. I don't remember that movie at all. I don't remember Possession, right? <laughs> I, all I remember about it is that uh, Chris, friend of the podcast, kept talking about how it's a divorce movie. <laughs> and, he got really real. With yeah, him. he was just like, this is exactly like getting a divorce. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, all right. I guess. He got really real with those. Yeah, he was. It was Shout very real. Us. Um, shout out, and uh, yeah, I don't. But aside from that, I don't remember anything about that movie. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember. Ask me what happened. What happened? No. Samuel. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Midsummer. Midsummer. I I loved it from beginning to end. I loved the whole like cultural aspect to it, where I. I like that she was third wheel on this dude's trip. <laughs> but <laughs> or, or well, her boyfriend's trip. And he didn't want to well, yeah. really bring her. And no. she didn't really want to go. Uh-huh. And they were both like, why don't you two just fucking break up? Because you're not good for each other. Yeah. And yeah. I really like that scene where they're both like tripping on mushrooms. I Oh, yeah. Great scene. I thought it was a really great scene. I thought it was really well shot. And just watching her... Just being in the field, like, and she's feeling everything breathe. I was like, wow, I feel like, like everything yeah. is breathing. I don't know. I, cool. It wasn't that deep, but like, <laughs> I yeah. thought it was great. No, it, it, it's still a very, very visually mm-hmm. compelling, like, interesting scene. It's just like, whoa, what's... I also really cool. like the color scheme. I don't scheme. like drugs, oh, but... I thought it was beautiful. great. It looks like well, a, yeah. it looks like a like a Technicolor film. Yeah, I like that everything's so bright. It's really bright, and it's like super it's just like, like the subject matter itself. It's like super heavy. Like it's really, like heavy, a really like good juxtaposition. Incesty type stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's like it's almost three hours long, also. But it doesn't really. It didn't. I didn't yeah. feel like it was like I dragging. I wasn't like, when is this gonna be over? I was just like the whole time, just like, no. 
So supposedly he adds 30 more minutes to it. He wow. goes for a full three hours. And there's a lot more in the relationship. Oh. A lot of people have said that it makes the film even better. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I want to see it just because of that. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it for I sure. Totally yeah. Yeah. It's, the, guy, uh, the guy made Hereditary. He makes me sleep with the lights on because of Hereditary. So Ari is good in my book. There you go. Uh, did you see Midsummer? I didn't. Uh, I was, I was interested in it because uh, I heard a lot of good things about it. Do it, do it. But then I finally saw Hereditary, and I didn't really like it, so I was like, uh. oh, I lost interest. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. But still, I, I'd say I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. But Lena, did you see it? No? no, I didn't see it. Florence Pugh is god level in that film. She's mm-hmm. so good. Oh yeah, she is. She's such an emotional. Top-notch powerhouse yeah. Like, oh yeah oh my god like you feel like she's really like going through all this yeah. shit and i was like this poor actress like, she, <laughs> she said i don't well she said that the film that she did next was like a nice relaxing uh film for her after dealing with all that stuff in midsummer yeah but yeah it, it, it's really good i don't it's know it's it, and the whole the whole time too it's like i, I guess in, in a normal movie you're kind of like get the fuck out of there what yeah. the hell's wrong with you but in this <laughs> yeah, one you, you kind of like understand like like it feels like natural like they're staying and you're just like okay alright they're staying <laughs> like it's just, it's weird it's so weird like that you're just pulled into it with them it's so fucking weird Papa James I was talking to Papa James and he had Papa James shout out recently saw it and he yeah he also said like wow dude they just catapulted like straight to my number one mm-hmm. so was, yeah, yeah really good and uh yeah it's it's and it's it's great. Like there are some scenes that are just like, and I think when we saw it together, like, uh, there's a moment where you just go like, "Oh shit! Did that just happen? Like, what just happened?" You mean the whole movie? Yeah. No, that could go for the entire movie. There's, there's a moment involving like old people. Yeah. Oh. Where you're just like, oh, oh, and then you're just like, Florence Pugh just does this amazing reaction where it's just like me, like throughout that whole scene where it's just like. Oh shit! No, I think you mean Jack Rayner, right? <laughs> Jack Rayner, yes. Jack Rayner's reaction. He's Shout like, out to Jack Rayner. Like, what? what is Jack, going on? <laughs> Jack Rayner is amazing in that. Yeah. Role. Especially in one of the scenes where he has to show a lot of skin. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is tremendous. Yeah. He is so yeah. pretty hilarious. Good. Pretty good. He's so hilarious. <laughs> I got no complaints. <laughs> He looks tremendous, and he is tremendous in that. Good choice. Jack Rayner was in a Kimmy. Michael Bay film, by the way. I'm sorry? Mike, Jack Rayner was in a Michael Bay film. Yeah, Transformers. Transformers 4. Four which is where he shows the statutory red What's, card. Yes. Yeah. What's the name of that one? Age of Extinction. Age yeah. of Extinction. By the way, it's not a joke. He really does that. He carries a the card Ro- that makes it Romeo okay. The Romeo and Juliet. The Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it okay for him to fuck a 17-year-old. <laughs> and that they're basically protected by the law. This has nothing film. to do with the plot. Okay. There's nothing real at all. Film. They could have easily made the actress yes. over 18, just done away with that element, not even addressed it, but it's there. It's and there. It, it was important enough to keep that in a, uh, what, like a two-hour, two hour, Two hours and 45 minutes <laughs> of my life were wasted in that. 
<laughs> I can't believe I saw as many of those movies as I Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that was the last, that's the one where I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, no, I saw Bumblebee actually. Like, Bumblebee is like fantastic. How, it's good. It's really it was, good. John Cena's really good. John Cena's hilarious. <laughs> He's, I've never had any interest to watch a Transformer film. Like, it's I saw okay. the watch first Bumblebee. one. But... Bumblebee's pretty good. One, I, th- I still think one is pretty solid. I don't think it would hold up. No. Hmm. It doesn't? Well, not even that same summer, like when it came out on DVD. I was like, I didn't buy it or anything, but I think we saw it again. And I was like, this sucks. This is so (laughs) bad. So slow. Like Transformers 2, I was rewatching it. I don't even know why. I think it was just on FX one time. And I was like, holy fuck, this is terrible. This is god awful. This is truly, truly awful. Like the plot doesn't even make sense. Characters in the film. Talk about how much the plot doesn't make sense, and you're still like, this doesn't make it any better. No, it is sure. god awful. Yeah, but Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumblebee is really check good. it out. It, uh, it's more in, in uh, at least the designs are more in t- in tune with the the cartoon G1, actually. Like the J one Transformers. Yeah, it, it it's it's more it's, it's it's more family friendly. There's not statutory rape in it. It's oh. pretty good. There's not a uh, racist robots. There's no racist robots. Also, uh, it was written by uh, it was written by a woman, so you know that it's probably you know, Christina. Christina, hot, sexist. Hot you were about to say anything. You were about to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a major accomplishment for women altogether, right? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew no, that they no, could no, write? Like, like, in, like in Transformers, you get like. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> One day, maybe you guys can do something too. No, no, no. Like, in trans- oh. like in Transformers, like you get, you get like, especially because it's Michael Bay, like it's so male gazy, no. and Bumblebee doesn't feel at all that no, yeah. that way. That's what I meant. I think it's the same kid from uh, Detective uh, Pokemon Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. Hmm? Now we're remembering Justice, this Justice Smith. Oh, he's in Bumblebee. I think so. Oh, um... Travis Knight. No, that's the director of Bumblebee. Yeah. He directed Kubo. Kubo and the Strings, which is great. All right. So my number two was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We can skip me. We that's talked great. about it. Oscar, what's your number two movie? Uh, Knives Out. I already told you. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. Where you go. We're skipping that. Uh, Isaac, what is your... Are we number two? Number yeah, two movie. Yeah. And we already also did my number one. Did we? Yeah, yeah nice. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, well, f- real, real fast, uh, I want to say that Lily had given me a list. Ooh. So Ooh. I'm just going to just go over that right now. Sure. Uh, number three was Endgame. Number two yes. was Rise of Skywalker. And number one was Joker. Okay. Okay, so again, my number one was number one for a very long time until Knives Out beat it out. Just edged it out. Uh, it was Booksmart. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I was debating that. Yeah. yeah, it's just a very pleasant movie. It I really is. enjoyed it. Yeah, it just it just made me super happy, and I really liked that. I mean, I guess all three of my picks were original films, but I think at the at the time I was just kind of like, just because I, I I feel like I'm so picky as to what what I watch now or go to theaters to watch because like I guess I don't know if it's the whole Martin Scorsese thing like. Well, about like people are only going to the theaters for an event <laughs> and I don't know I was just super excited to see this movie it looked hilarious it was hilarious and I don't regret watching it and everything I don't know just it's super it sweet fun. too yeah well. I love like, their friendship yeah, yeah like the so friendship great. was one thing that I don't know like we saw it together and that's one thing like we kind of latch onto right like how 
the friendship was really nice. Oh, we just look so confused. <laughs> what? I love it. <laughs> we have a friendship. Like what? What are you talking about? Who are you? Great, great debut by Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, she's great. And no, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's good, clean, fun, more, more or less, right? No, I guess not. Billy, uh, <laughs> Billy Lord, Billy Lord is fantastic in that. <laughs> she is. She yeah. steals, she's a standout she guy. So I, many I don't scenes. remember the character's name, but she definitely steals the show. She steals she's so like, many of her scenes. She's uh, every scene she's in is, yeah. is just it's one. <laughs> she just randomly like, pops up yeah. and she's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I was telling a coworker of mine, I was like, yeah, I think you would enjoy Booksmart because we were talking about Billy Lord, and I was like, yeah. she's not even the main character. Oh, no, she's no. not even like really supporting. She just pops she up just all pops randomly, up. but like she's so great. <laughs> she makes every scene her scene. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, she reminded me of. Uh, you guys have seen Distant Confused, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Like the Parker Posey character who just has like this really cool attitude, and she just steals like all her scenes as well. I can't. I don't remember. Darla. <laughs> to be honest, it's great. Okay. Yeah. That movie. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Came away. I saw it and it was gone as soon as I was done with it. So I, was, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think I was, maybe I saw it too young. Uh, same. I, I I I feel like I didn't appreciate it at the age I saw it, and it just kind of never really. Appealed to me. Yeah. By the way, Billy, uh, shout out to Billy Lord, who's also great in American Horror Story 1984. And she's in Rise of Skywalker. And she's in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, drink. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Booksmart, any other thoughts on Booksmart? I just I really, I just enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. It has a lot of heart in it. I really. Charmer, I'm all for coming of age stories. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I, I thought it was a wonderful. Uh, the other night we were at a bar and some guy was all like, this movie sucks. And I said, excuse me, sir. It's actually quite endearing. And I loved it. <laughs> did you adjust that was it. bow tie as you said that? Mm-hmm. This year is like I sure did. Eighth grade? Is that yes. Good? I think that was mm-hmm. a, two years ago. Two years ago, yes. That's yeah. a good comparison. That was a really good movie. still this year's eighth yes. grade. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought, no, no, I, thought like, I said if this year was eighth grade. No, no, like, it's, like, this year's eighth grade. Like, oh, last year, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. I know. Like, I remember when it came out, like, it was, like, oh, it feels, like, super bad. But do you feel like it feels more, like, eighth grade than super bad? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't compare. I don't know if I'd compare it to super bad. I feel like it's more, like, it is funny, but it's more, like, an endearing coming-of-age, like, eighth grade yeah. than it mm-hmm. is, like, a complete just... Oh, super bad is really endearing as well. Uh, it's but funny. It's I like raunch. it a lot. I like it's it. It's more raunch than. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel like there was less in super bad that I was just like, oh man, I, I've been there, with uh, eighth grade and, and and book smart, which are oddly enough about you know young ladies. I was more like yeah, like yeah, I've, I know it. I, I, I know what that I know what it's about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know the feel. There was yeah. that moment in eighth grade. Remember when we were both like, oh no, this what? is so cringy. Oh yeah, the in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that part. Mm. Uh, Do you see eighth grade? I have not. Yeah, it's good. It's really. No, I want to. I want to. Elsie Fisher. Was that the actress? Yeah. All you need to get a woman is chicken nuggets and all the sauces. I mean, not wrong. Yeah. What specifically, Szechuan sauce? Am I saying that weird too? I I actually have no idea how to pronounce that. Szechuan? Pelagus. (laughs) (laughs) Pelagus sauce. But yes. I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
Uh, Lena, have we discussed your number one? Yeah, we yes, did Frozen, Frozen. 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy, do we have... Uh, right. Sure. Kimmy, do I have your number one movie? Oh, um, Little Women. Ooh. Yay! <laughs> Tell us more. Um, Florence Pugh's performance as just like this annoying, bratty little sister. I'm so excited to see it. was so great. <laughs> but as a whole, I thought it was super beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I love... The sisterly dynamic. I never had a sister. I had brothers, and so it was always what I imagined, like, having a sister would be like. But I thought the story, it's it's compelling. It still holds up because I had seen the other Little Women version. The I think the, the one with, no, yeah, the one with Winona, Winona Ryder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Claire Danes, I think. Is Claire Danes, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, a 40s one as well. Room. There's also there's like three other ones. I think there's yeah. one that was from like seventy three. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the forty three one, and I think there might have been another one before that. Ah, the book. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. huh. uh, I've never seen any version before this one, but I really love this one. This one. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it's the more contemporary. I'm sure it's the contemporary humor, and. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, maybe the the young actors also uh, made it more. I don't know. Just heartwarming. I, I think I, I that's the perfect. Like Shirsha there's. Ronan. Yeah, Shirsha Ronan. It's <laughs> uh, good. I, Lady Bird. Um, I would feel like there was like no other way to describe it aside from just completely heartwarming. You walk yeah. out and you just feel all the warm fuzzies inside. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah really, I, I really liked it. Uh, the cast. Cersei Ronan. Yeah, you already said it. Uh, Emma Watson. Ooh, I love her. I love me some Emma Watson. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. in Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. So. I, I, honestly, like, like, I don't know, like, Cersei Ronan. Uh, I, I, I adore her so much, but I've never seen her in anything outside of Harry Potter. And I'm like, Flower. I've never seen it. I've oh, heard it's good. Oh, I've never seen it. She's, she's really good in that she's one. She's great in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the end? She plays the role of Lifetime herself. She, no, I think but she plays a good version of herself. <laughs> I guess. No, it's, it's just like two scenes. Yeah. yeah, it's two scenes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to count that. No, yeah. That's the only other thing I could think of, really. Um, The Bling Ring. The Bling Ring. She's great in The Bling Ring. I love that. It was good. I liked Sophia it. Mm-hmm. Are we ranking our Sofia Coppola films? No. No. Not yet. Did anyone else see Little Women? Marie Antoinette. Did you see Little Women? No, I want to. I really like Greta Gerwig mm-hmm. as both a writer, director, and actress. Yeah. Um, but she's not in it, right? No, she's oh. not. Mm-hmm. No. Laura, Laura Dern, who was in... Uh, she was the uh, <laughs> therapist in Marriage Story. Oh, and Meryl Streep. And oh. Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. who was also a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So the current there. dream boy, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I did not get, okay, I did not get why everybody's so hung up on Chalamet. Why? Call me by your name. Call me by your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so. I never saw it, but that's when he popped into the scene. I don't know. He, he, was, had, he had a he big year so that year. That he one. was in that one and Interstellar and was in Interstellar? Uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. the young uh, Casey Affleck. Huh. Some say Holy that in shit. real life, too. He's going to be the young Casey Affleck. <laughs> Yeah, he's... Uh, Holy fuck, I got a rebudget. Uh, I want to say that same year he was in Hostels also, which is... His, it's a it's a short scene. Oh, that is a, that is a good scene. That's yeah. a good movie. That is a good movie, yeah. 
Um, I just rewatched that. Today. So I, 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 I think that was probably why he was so on everyone's radar. Radar because he did so much in one year. But I don't see the big deal. He's just yeah. some skinny punk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say this as as me and Oscar are just shoving pizzas down our throats right now. <laughs> What's the big deal about skinny guys? <laughs> Little Woman. <laughs> Very, nice. Very nice. Lovely choice. I, it was great. I think we already went over my say number one. Did I already the, say? Say it with an English accent. Lovely choice. That is not. That was not. <laughs> was Lovely. No, Lovely. No. Oh, we kind of did go over my... Oh, well, we didn't go over it, but Lily's number three was my number one. It was Endgame. I'm not changing that one up, suckers. That one yeah. is probably my most... Like, when I think about it, it fills me with the most joy, and I can't wait to see it again. But you gotta get that Blu-ray, son. Uh, I gotta get that Blu-ray, but, um... Oh my god, like... Uh, I don't know. Sure, a lot of it hinges... Because I, I, it, it's definitely not a standalone movie. You can't just watch, go into it and just not knowing anything about the Marvel. You definitely have to know everything for this one to just pay off as much as it did. Um, so it's not like a universal thing like where I think just anyone could just love it, but... If you, if if you've been keeping up with everything, I I think it it pays off so fan. well, yeah. yeah. And um, Chris Evans, Chris Evans is oh, great. he's he's the best. The man. moment, one of my favorite moments. Yes. Which is also one of your favorite moments, probably. Oh God. Spoilers for Endgame. We've all seen Endgame, right? We have. So this is wonderful. Oh, have pan- yet? Yeah, I've seen okay. it. <laughs> wonderful panoramic <laughs> shot, and he's about to stand up to Thanos, and then you just see like the portals coming in. And he's just like, Avengers. That's not the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. And he just goes like, Assemble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somehow so less special when Oscar says it. Yeah. <laughs> but God damn, it's so good. <laughs> the, the, yeah. first, the first part where he, where he gets a million year, that part was so, like, oh my God. But yeah. only the first time that I saw it. The second time that I saw it. Really? I was like, yeah, I guess because I knew it was coming. I don't, I, I don't know because the, the first part, the very I, first time. Oh my god, yeah. I cheered. Oh yes, yeah, no, so yeah. Weird. I wanted to like stand up and yeah. shout, and and even the second time, I was so looking forward to it, and everyone gasped in the theater in a, a theater, and I was less like. I literally turned to Lena and I this screamed. This is what this is what this is what movies are about. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I it's a communal experience. You experience it all together, <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. And You're yeah. Just, all coming at the same time. Oh, we all just came in our pants. Yeah, I think I, I think we even said that that's the single biggest payoff yes. in a movie ever. Although, what? I think it's really bold, like all this like end of the world type status, and like where do they choose to end it? But end it on like this sweet little moment. Oh yeah, Cap and Peggy, and they finally have their little dance. Yeah, because he was that he was robbed of. Captain America the first time it's a moment he's been waiting for and I guess we have uh, been too and yeah it's it a really with so much joy it's a really sweet pay uh, send off uh, yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah well, that's my number one great yes. Oscar did we do your number one yet no what is your number one man my number one is a film gotcha. okay <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> well, we guess it we starring uh huh starring uh next man dark phoenix uh, no uh Someone who was in Joker and a Scarface. Oh, what's that? The Irishman, but yes. what's what's the X-Men? Anna Paquin, come on. Anna, <laughs> Anna Paquin oh. says like three three <laughs> words in this movie. But I think a lot of that is intentional. And, and that was your first one? 
Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, that was, that was your first hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think. The of... Irishman, great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was great, but I didn't like your build-up at all. Well, well, Carlos was... would be uh, so ashamed. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, The Irishman, I love Scorsese. I love how this felt. Uh, uh, like, to me, it reminded me of why I loved, especially, like, I love De Niro and, like, the fact that he, you know, has this weird, like, comedic face or whatever. But to me, this one reminded me of why I... That was weird, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird face. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle, yes. <laughs> Dirty Grandpa, yeah. which was later, but... But, like, oh. to me, this one reminded me of why I fell in love with him as an actor and, like, why I admired him so much and with, like, Raging Bull and all those performances. I don't know, like, he's just... You know, like, his his performance in The Irishman is just, like, such a great, almost, like, capper of everything that him and Scorsese have built up. Like, mm -hmm. all these themes about mob, but doing it, like, on this really introspective face of, like, no, this is, like, violence really isn't glamorized. In this one, it's more, like, it's slow and methodical, and you have to think about it, and it's messy, and it affects the people you love, and it affects, like, the people around you. Yeah, I just love all that. Like, uh, Pacino as Hoffa mm. is great. Reminded me of, like, oh, yeah. great Pacino, like, heat-level Pacino, where she's got a great ass. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yep. <laughs> she's got a great ass. You got your head. You should have laughed. You oh, should have laughed. He's going to milk this for all it's worth. Let him laugh. Let him laugh. <laughs> no, he wants an audience, Isaac. Like, don't, don't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> Let him have this, okay? <laughs> no, uh, it's all about you. You know it. You act like this is about Isaac. It's about you. <laughs> I don't even remember why we brought that up before. <laughs> Never mind, it's not important. But yeah, and like uh, Pesci as well. Like the fact that he uh, brought man, him out of yeah. retirement and he delivers this super solid performance. Yeah, it's He's it's so really menacing and he's so... Just in control and authoritative yeah. in this. He's basically playing the De Niro version or like the Niro character in like the films like Goodfellas or Casino. But in this one, mm. he's just so quiet and so, yeah, just like menacing and authoritative and just, you know, like it is what it is. Like all those yeah. moments. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Kaitel, like it's like a, oh, yeah, like yeah. a great, you know, meeting of all these like. People yeah. that you've grown up like watching, it's so such an impressive cast. Yeah. Like, oh man, it, it, they don't even all get a scene together, no. but it's still really cool just that they were all here for this. Yeah, like they, there's a scene where they show Kaitel and De Niro and Pesci, and you're oh, just wait, like, I'm sorry, as the kids say, here for it, right? <laughs> here for yeah, it, yeah. What say? They don't um, say it like that. <laughs> but it's, They're here for it. I say those words in that order, but not necessarily with that sort here, of inflection. Here for <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it, to me it kind of felt like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where it's like this mm -hmm. director is like looking up or like looking back on their careers and like um, reflecting on it. And there's a lot of like melancholy to both The Irishman and in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where it feels like less like playful and like directors less being less playful and being more like introspective about like the consequences of everything like uh and once upon a time in hollywood is clip booth you know like reflecting back on his career and whether or not he's a has-been or a washed up actor and in the irishman i love the whole uh like a bookend scenario of him looking back at his life while he's an old man and reflecting right. on it and reflecting on 
him being a younger man and like joining all of these events and meeting up with Hoffa and like reflecting on like what he lost and his family and the family that he lost with, with another relationship with his daughter as well. Yeah, so all that really was really, I don't know, like it felt like him making like a grand statement on like all the films that he's touched upon, like, like that yeah. he's made, like the mob films that he's most famous with. Yeah, definitely a, a, a nice touch on his yeah. his career. I mean, I haven't seen all his movies, but yeah, uh, it was definitely it felt like a um, a passion project, yeah. something that he was really uh, put a lot of heart and soul into, and yeah, I really liked it a lot. I I, I, I do think it suffered from being a little too long, yeah, but um, it's three and a half to me, like story of my life, really great. <laughs> <Too long>. uh, <laughs> is he he said something like Tarantino where he's only gonna make a few more movies, right? Yes. I don't know Martin Scorsese or yeah, Martin Scorsese. He Scorsese. said Sorry. that Scorsese? Irishman Pelagius. might be his... He said, like, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, he wanted to retire after after The Aviator. Mm -hmm. Like, Silence almost wow. killed him. The Irishman almost... He was just like, I don't know if this can be... I don't know if this is my last one. If This, is, this could be my last one. So wow. I think if it's the last one, then it's a really great swan song. It's yeah. kind of like Miyazaki ending on Wind Rises. Like, pfft, here you go, fuckers. This is great. But isn't Miyazaki doing another one? He is doing another one. Also, but that... I didn't like the Wind Rises. <laughs> what the boring. fuck? It's super boring. It's great. It's great. Do not listen to this. But uh, did anyone else see The Irishman? No. Yeah. Yeah? Yay. I thought it was... I felt like it was a little too long. Yeah. It didn't need to be that long, but I did enjoy it. That's what she said. <laughs> About the movie. Yeah, that's what I said about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the most part, I really did enjoy it. I liked the storytelling of it. Yeah. And I think I was reminded why I love Robert De Niro yes. as much, so much as an actor. He's, he's, he's great. And then the fact that he's not getting love, like in the ceremonies or whatever, like it's really kind of angering me. It's like, why are you snubbing De Niro? I don't think it's him per se. I think it's the whole thing about if Netflix doesn't count towards these awards. But know. they're nominating Pesci and Pacino. Oh, they are? They are. Oh, yeah. fuck, I don't know. <laughs> it's like they have something no, no, in the there. <laughs> but you know what Pacino said? She's got a great ass. She's got a great ass! <laughs> <laughs> and you got your head all the way up in. Yeah. When I think you, you of asses. Kind of didn't commit to the voice on that one. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of asses, a woman's ass, uh -huh. something comes out of me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me too'd, buddy. <laughs> I know. Cool. That's what he says uh, on Heat. Michael Mann's Heat. Yeah. Great, great film. It is. It is. It sure is. It actually really is. It actually really um, is. And I really don't like Michael Mann that much. <laughs> you don't. We've you talked about bastard. this. You... I kind of don't care. But Thief is great. What's, what's your... We're losing the ladies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing them. We're losing them. <laughs> I think Isaac's already checked out. <laughs> uh, Alright, cool. Uh, Isaac, did we talk, talk about your number one? Yeah. yeah, Knives Out. Knives Out. Okay, before we announce the winner, I want... I just want to do a shout out to everyone that contributed to this list. Uh, we got uh, a, a list from Fabi, uh, Rosie, my friend Selena. Rosie contributed? Yeah. Oh. She just gave me one movie, really. What did she say? Uh, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, our friend Anthony Salgado. 
Um, oh, did he really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carlos, a uh, friend of the podcast. He's been on right. a, a few times. A, number one. I will read them right now. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Uh, my friend Mitzi contributed a uh, oh, list. Yeah. Who was in uh, 99, right? Uh, yeah, she was on episode 99. <laughs> did I say Selena already? Selena, a friend of the podcast. Usually she's on our uh, end of the year episodes or oh, uh, yeah. best of the year episodes. Uh, Lily, and then of course my friend Joel said Cats was going to be number one on his list. <laughs> Yay, Joel. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, Fabi picked Booksmart, Joker, and Knives Out. Knives Out getting a lot of love. In no specific order. Um, but, but Rosie picked Joker, Selena picked Joker as her number one. Damn, number two was Once Upon a Time in Holly- Hollywood, Cute. and number three was It Chapter Two. That's a, that's a that's a that's an underrated one, I think. Yeah, she like, said it was, was due to her obsession with Bill Hader, boy, specifically he's... when he's doing an Alan Alda impression. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, that merits. Um, let's see. Anthony Salgado said number three was Knives Out, number two was The Irishman, and number one was Uncut Gems. Yeah. Oh my! So my list basically. Yeah. Uh, Carlos said, "Where's his number three? I can't find his number three. I don't know where his number three is, but his number one is The Irishman. Yeah. Number two is Little Women. And, oh, number three was Marriage Story. There you go. Uh, Mitzi said uh, number one was Marriage Story. Number two was The Peanut Butter Falcon. And I number three was Ad Astra. Yay! Uh, I need to see Peanut Butter Falcon. That one was really good. It's got Shia, Shia LaBeouf. And, but he's uh, really good. and Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. And... Okay, so uh, after much deliberation, um, we've... <laughs> Found that uh, so there were there were two movies that had three votes, but the uh, the one that had the higher rankings or sorry lower rankings was um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then uh, so I guess that would be ranked number four I guess so number three would be The Irishman which was ranked number two by Anthony number one by Carlos and number one by Oscar, uh, Knives Out would be I guess our the second best of the year. Yay. Um, which was not ranked by Fabi, ranked number three by Anthony, three by Lena, one by Oscar, uh, sorry, one by Isaac, and uh, two by Oscar. And that would make the number one movie of the year, Joker, which was ranked, well, not ranked by Fabi, ranked number one by Rosie, Selena, and Lily, and ranked number two by Lena. All ladies. (laughs) 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 This is why we never let you pick the movies, baby. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, there you go, guys. So, I, I, I can live with that, I guess. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you all for contributing. I want to thank everyone who sent in their uh, nominations, their, their, their rankings. And, um, yeah, uh, anyone? Uh, no, 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 shut up, Oscar. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Uh, alright, cool, so no, any parting words before we go? Uh, no, no, just, we should end it now before Oscar plays anything. Let's do it, okay, we're done, bye. Bye! bye. bye. This has been a Beak and Claws podcast. For inquiries, email us at beak.claws at gmail.com. That first dot is... The dot, not the word. Thanks for listening. Addy, can you say boo?
Thank you. <laughs>